The Australian government sends out peacekeepers under the UN Charter to war zones. This contribution by Australia is ranked second in the top 10 nations that provide support. Michael Murray from the Australian Peacekeepers and Peacemakers Veterans Association gave the following welcome in Anzac Square in Brisbane, Bianjin, at the Australia Peacekeepers Annual Celebration organised by the United Nations Association of Australia. His welcome speech was given on the 28th of May 2022 before the Governor of Queensland, Jeanette Young, to a crowd of peacekeepers, military, United Nations community of ambassadors, consuls and volunteers from India, Rwanda, Turkey, Cyprus, Indonesia, Portugal, Japan and the Queensland Country Women's Association. Michael Murray mentions that the UN True Supervising Organisation was to monitor the armistice between Israel and Arabian neighbours in 1948. Peacekeeper Lieutenant Christy Miles later gave her recollection of a Palestinian mother trying to feed her baby in the Gaza Strip under occupation by Israel, yet the Australian government withdrew funding from Union Aid Abroad, a feeder that runs projects with the Marne Development Organisation in Gaza to assist farmers in growing fresh fruit and vegetables and to market them to the residents of Gaza. The Australian government and its cohorts made up a cock and bull story that Union Aid Abroad money was going to terrorists when it was being used to assist farmers to earn money by growing of eggplant, capsicum, zucchini and to supply them to a hungry population consistently under fire for the past 16 years since Hamas won the elections in the Gaza Strip. The agricultural objective was verified after extensive investigations, but the Australian government persists in its withdrawal of aid funds. We should not forget that the Gaza Strip is regularly bombed by the Israeli Air Force and over 36,000 Palestinians have been shot by Israeli occupation forces since the beginning of the March of Return in 2018. Those maimed and killed include children, medics and journalists. People need to ask what kind of peacekeeping operation this is when UNRWA schools, that's United Nations schools, have been bombed in Gaza with Israel deploying phosphorus shells. This occurred in 2009-10. Michael Murray mentioned the deployment of Australian peacekeepers under the UN Charter to Jakarta in 1947, when Indonesia was still a Dutch colony. Also, the international force East Timor, Interfet, led by Australia's Major General Cosgrove to address the humanitarian and security crisis in 1999. I am curious as to what the peacekeeping role of these military and police officers were and were they qualified to undertake such a role given torture allegations against soldiers under the command of Major General Cosgrove in East Timor in 1999. Was Interfet there to preserve the peace or was it to serve Australian interests in the region? How effective were they in saving lives and protecting the sovereign interests 
of the Timorese people, especially given the fraud perpetrated by the Australian government in its treaty with Indonesia over oil and gas in the Timor Sea. This is what former peacekeeper Michael Murray had to say in his welcome speech at the peacekeepers' celebration. Your Excellency, distinguished guests, fellow peacekeepers, ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, welcome to the 2022 International Day of the United Nations Peacekeepers. On the 29th of May 1948, the UN Security Council authorised the deployment of UN observers to the Middle East to form the United Nations Truce Supervisation Organisation, or the UNTSO. The purpose of the UNTSO was to monitor the armistice between Israel and her Arabian neighbours. The UNTSO remains in place with a slightly expanded mandate. This activity is universally recognised as the first peacekeeping mission established by the United Nations and it is for this reason each year we pause to commemorate the International Day of United Nations Peacekeepers. Since the 29th of May, more than one million women and men have served in 72 UN peacekeeping operations. And today, we also pause to remember the 4,200 peacekeepers who have lost their lives in the service of peace. However, 2022 has a special significance for Australian peacekeepers because the year before, in September 1947, Australia deployed four Australian defence personnel based at the Australian Embassy in Jakarta. These four officers were deployed to the Dutch East Indies to act as observers for the United Nations, being the United Nations Good Officers Committee or the UN GOLD. So we are very proud of this fact that this year, 2022, is the 75th anniversary of Australian peacekeepers participating in UN peacekeeping operations. Since 1947, Australia has deployed women and men to over 62 UN peacekeeping missions, and sadly, 14 Australians have lost their lives in the service of peace. At this moment in time, Australia has women and men from the Australian Defence Force, the Australian Federal Police, Department of Foreign Affairs Trade, and other government and non-government departments deployed on operations ranging from nearby in the Pacific to Sudan, Korea and the Middle East. I thank you for your attention. I would now like to introduce Mick Murray back to the stage as well as Squadron Leader Steve, uh, Squadron Leader Steve Finch, the OAM. Um, we will be having the ode followed by the last post and then the rouse. They shall not grow old, as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember them, lest we forget.
Apologies, I'll actually ask that we all remain standard for the departure of Her Excellency, the Governor of Queensland, Dr. Janet Young. Thank you so much for your attendance today.